You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 46 of FPEA Connects. I'm Suzanne, and I'm glad you've decided to listen in today. We are going to have a few minutes here that we're going to talk about a topic that I think is important to incorporate in your homeschooling, but not just homeschooling. I think that this particular topic is good for just about anybody, and that topic is journaling. Uh, I think that right now, journaling seems to be popular in so many different ways. You see all kinds of journals and types of journals. And I know over the years, I've used many different types of journals. But I think that it's important just to kind of break down how we can use journaling and different types of journals in our homeschool for our kids' sakes, but then also for the mom's sakes. Before I get started, I want to just talk a little bit um, the types of journaling we can do. I want to talk about why I think journaling is crucial. Much of the time when we're teaching our kids or when we're watching them learn, we see that sometimes things don't seem to quite click in their mind. And I think that it's important to understand that, you know, for different types of learning styles, different people really process things differently. Well, journaling seems to offer a diverse opportunity of different ways to process what you're learning. So, you know, you'll find that people really do remember better once they've processed the information that they've learned in such a way that it comes out. So, you know, for me, I always found that writing was a really effective way. Once I learned something and heard it, I could write it and then I could remember it better. But I would also argue that it is a good method of uh, reflecting on what you've learned and processing for every learning style. And the reason that I say that is because all of us need to be able to, we need to be able to teach our kids to communicate effectively. Writing is one of our communication tools that we have to hone that skill and and effectively teach them. If children start journaling when they're young, it's easier for them to naturally build on their ability to write and communicate what they are thinking more effectively. So I think that it's not only useful for those who gravitate towards writing to process. I think it's also useful for those um, who learn in many different ways. Um, I also think that journaling is really important because when we journal, we are able to have something to look back on. And that's helpful because sometimes when we are in the midst of learning or in the midst of a situation that we are journaling, 
we can go back and see weeks later or months later, even years later, uh, what we learned and remind ourselves. And, and sometimes when things are fresh in our mind and we're writing it down, it's fresh and we remember things. So going back, you know, years down the road, obviously we can look back and see things that we may not remember like we did when it was fresh. So I think that that's another reason that it's important to journal. So journaling kind of started for me in my life when I was young, and it started with, you know, I guess what every little girl may have had um, that was kind of popular when I was a child, and that was, you know, my first diary, and it had the little lock on it and a special pen that went with it, and all that I really knew about how to journal was just to write down kind of what happened in my daily life. So I kept a diary, and I did that for a number of years. It wasn't until I was a little bit older and in high school that I had a teacher that had to start working on journals and it was more, uh, it was requested of us by this particular teacher that we use the journal to write down, you know, any thoughts that we had about whatever she wrote on the board. So whether it was a current event or some quote that she felt was important. And we would just, that was how we started our class. We would write down what we thought in our journal about whatever she prompted us to talk about. So it wasn't then until I started teaching myself that I really decided that I wanted to implement journaling. And when I first started teaching, I wasn't teaching my own children. I was teaching in a classroom. I found that um, as I was learning and going through school myself, like I said, for me, it was easy to remember things when I wrote them down. Sometimes it was easy for me to remember something if I drew a picture of it. So I'm very much a visual learner. I would use um, note cards and notebooks and everything else to to do that. So when I started teaching, I started using um, the journaling method for my students and asking them to, um, you know, do their vocabulary words by using a journal and drawing pictures that would help them to remember what the word meant. And this was before, um, well, this was before even anything like Pinterest existed. So nobody knew all of the cool things you could do with journals. But um, I used that method and I found that it was very effective for my students in my classroom and different ones, of course, did better than others. But as soon as I started homeschooling, I felt like journaling was something that we needed to incorporate. So we started with some of the basic things for my children as they were younger, just drawing pictures about what we learned about, having nature journals where they could, you know, go out into um, nature and draw what they saw. And we did prompts where they would write about things. And when my youngest was, well, actually my next to the youngest child was uh, small, they started creating these notebooks that were composition type books that had a part of it where you could draw a picture and the rest of it where you would write. And I thought that was great. And so we had those and we would use those. And now I'm just amazed at the multitude of ways that I see people using journals. So we continue to use journals. We use different types of journals. We use different types of notebooks. We use all kinds of different ideas about journaling. But I wanted to just go over a few ways that you can use journals effectively in homeschooling and just different types of journals that you can use. Um, now that we've talked for a minute about, you know, why I think we need to use them. But um, I found that bullet journals are effective. If these terms that, you know, I'm mentioning are not real familiar to you, I promise you can Google it or look on Pinterest and find some great examples for visual people like me. But bullet journals are really useful for just about 
I mean, just about anything. But I use one now for keeping menus and grocery lists um, specifically for us. It helps me with planning meals. It helps me with keeping a running grocery list. That is, you know, one of the ways that a bullet journal has been very effective in our home. Also, the method is great to use when you are planning your uh, lesson plans your you know your homeschool year but when you're working on lesson plans it just is a very organized way to break down the things that you're going to incorporate into each lesson for the week and for the the day also i think it's important to remember when you're looking at these and considering using them that there's no wrong way to do this so it's great to look at other people's examples and get ideas about what you want to do but when it comes to the creative part when it comes to building that journal just have fun and I've seen people use multiple colors of ink to do things to make things look pretty I love pens I love notebooks so journaling is great for me then you know I've seen people that use a lot of drawing in their journals that again it's a method of processing that doodling can can come out looking just beautiful so there's no right or wrong way it's just the way that you are organizing your thoughts and what you need to do to plan and to prepare. And so those are a couple of the ways that I would really suggest using bullet journals. Also, you want to look at using journals for things that you're incorporating into your homeschool that you know, you may want to go back and pull information from. For instance, um, I have a travel journal. Travel journals are great because as I start to prepare to travel, um, I'll look up information about places that I want to go, places that if we're going to visit particular sites that I want to see while we're there and the information to get in contact with them. It's, it's a way of organizing all of that information in one place for me and I can take it with me and I can have easy access to it. Now, a lot of people use Pinterest boards for organizing that kind of information. But the difference in the Pinterest board and the journal is, you know, for me, the journal is really concise information that I've collected by exploring other websites or other places where I've gathered information. Also, the travel journal is great for documenting what we did and places that we went after the fact. Um, again, you know, it's quite frustrating if you go somewhere and three or four years later, you want to go back and you can't remember the name of that restaurant that you ate at. But if you've written it down in a journal, you'll have the information and can can go back and visit those places or recommend them to other people. So a travel journal um, is really good and it's helpful to keep that information collected in one place for planning and then for future reference. Also, it's really um, good to look at journaling not just from the mom's perspective on those things, but also from a child's perspective. Journaling for your children from the very youngest ages where all they can do maybe is doodle or uh, draw, you know, young pictures. It still gives them the ability to think about something that they've observed and process that information and communicate it in some way on a sheet of paper. As they get older, can develop their skills if you provide them with journals that may be nature journals or travel journals or reading journals, so many different things. If you provide them with the resources to create those, they will process the information and they will use that information. They'll retain it better. 
they'll use it to build on and to grow. And if you give them the resources to make these journals creative or, you know, for some kids, for some moms, they become pieces of art, um, you'll find that it's going to be something that they'll treasure and they'll hold on to, much like, you know, the simple diary that we kept um, years ago. I hope that you'll take a minute. If you're not journaling already with your kids, I hope that you'll take a minute to kind of explore some of the different ways that you can journal. Think about some of the different ways you can incorporate that, uh, whether it's writing or drawing, whatever it may be, and incorporate that into your homeschool because, you know, like I said, it's a very important skill, I think, to help develop by teaching our kids how they can process information. And it works well for for all ages and for all learning styles. And I think even if you incorporate it as moms, that you'll just really enjoy the opportunity to sit down and collect your thoughts and to have something to go back to and to, um, you know, connect with after you've written something down and need to refer back later. We're going to look at a couple of other things in the next couple of podcasts that I feel like, you know, are important to incorporate in our homeschooling. If you missed the last ones that we've done, um, we talked about how important travel is to incorporate in your homeschooling um, today, journaling. And then we've got a couple of other things coming up in the next few podcasts that are going to be other ways that I think that um, we need to just kind of evaluate how we're incorporating certain things into our homeschool and whether we are or aren't and whether we should. But I hope that, you know, with these ideas today and um, the things that I've talked about, that you'll find some inspiration to gather some ideas, gather some information, and maybe go ahead and incorporate these journals into your homeschool. And I would suggest going ahead and following us on www.fpa.com and all of our other social media, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram. For all of your questions or needs and resources that you might be looking for, remember that FPEA is your Florida homeschool connection. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.